know this stuff is BS because I have insights working behind the scenes with influencers with small and large followings. And I have seen accounts with 6,000 followers outperform in terms of making money with an account that has close to 100,000 followers. So how do you grow your online coaching business as an entrepreneur, not an employee? How do you grow your wealth without trading more time for money and at the same time making a positive impact in your marketplace? These are the questions and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Coachpreneur's Show. Hey there, Shoshanik here and welcome to episode number three. So something that I wanted to talk about is, you know, the idea of faking till you make it. Fake it till you make it. So when I was just starting out my entrepreneurial journey, I always heard that and it sounded something very motivational, you know, because you haven't made it, so why not fake it until you make it? <laughs> and it sounds like a really smart thing to do. But if you dig deep, it actually isn't. And it might even be the thing that holds you back and even keeps you poor. So it actually might do more harm than good. And even though there are people who know, you know, like they can fake it till they make it, in reality, it can cause a lot of issues down the road, which would not have been caused if, you know, you don't fake it till you make it. Because when you don't fake it, you're forced to face your current problems and confront the reality and then work from there instead of giving false perception to other people uh, and, you know, succeeding by doing that without actually having earned it. So in the context of being a fitness coach, uh, and like I, I interact with a lot of fitness coaches, uh, most coaches I talk to tell me that they want to grow a following and have a big following. And this comes from believing that, you know, once you have a large following, people are going to see you as an authority and trust you more. And maybe you can charge more because you're this like celebrity authority, right? And then uh, like once that once this happens, you're, all your business problems are going to go away. Uh and I find it really fascinating because I was working with someone who had 5,000 followers, which is, you know, considered a decent amount. And we had started paid advertising for her and it wasn't converting. And this is normal part of the process. Like sometimes you start ads and it doesn't convert right away. As So for me, as an expert, like what I do in this case, I just go and look at the data and be like, ah, this is the thing that's broken. We need to fix this. But for her, she was thinking, I don't have enough followers. That's why it's not working. And when it, and it may seem like it makes sense, right? But it actually is not a logical way of thinking. It comes from the false belief that you need a large following to get clients. And if you really dig deep, it comes from inner insecurity. Because, you know, we see all these big influencers with a ton of followers who seem very successful. And that creates desire in us to, you know, want to be this big superstar. Uh, not everyone, but most for most people. Uh, and let me share something with you. If this person didn't have 5,000 followers, let's say she had 1,000 followers, she was going to be thinking that once she has 5,000, it's going to work, like things are going to work better. And at 5,000, she was probably going to think like at 10,000, it's going to work better, be better, right? But I know this stuff is BS because I have insights working behind the scenes with influencers with small and large followings. And I have seen accounts with 6,000 followers outperform in terms of making money with an account that has close to 100,000 followers, like all, more than 10 times difference, right? Uh, and why is that? It's actually something simple. Uh, one, the obvious one is like who follows you, right? But uh, another one is 
because people actually care. Uh, what people really care about is not how many followers you have, but can you actually help them get results? And that is the fundamental thing many coaches forget. Uh, so having proof points like your own results, client results, case studies, that should be enough to prove someone that, you know, I can help you, right? I can help you get similar results. But I believe because social media is a new thing, like people think that I just need to have this big presence, it's like this new opportunity. And once I do that, I will have constant flow of clients. And then also, like, you know, we see these big influencers who seem like they have everything figured out. Uh, and you feel like, okay, that's the thing that I'm missing out. When in reality, like there are so many other issues like that they are also experiencing that people are just not aware of. So people make this way too complicated than it should. Another part of this equation is like, um, you know, attracting, uh, about attracting and uh, converting leads is that do they find you approachable? Do they find you relatable? Do they trust yet you can help them specifically? Does your content make them feel inspired to take action? So this is more on the copywriting side. And do they find you and your solution different from other coaches or other solutions that they have come across? Because, you know, um, there's so much competition. How are you going to stand out? Like, how are you going to cut noise, right? So number of followers is more of a vanity metric. It's more of a secondary thing. I mean, yeah, there are big influencers who make a lot of money, but there's the other side of the coin too. Like all, like there are people who have like all these followers and they struggle to convert them, which is something we don't hear um, much about because, you know, they are trying to fake it till you're going to make it. So for my case specifically at this moment, I don't have a big following, but people with a lot of followers still trust me because I show things like financial statements of a real online fitness coaching business that I've helped to build from zero to multiple six figures. So even without any following, I can attract clients because... I can help them produce the results that they want, right? And even in my earlier days when I was doing more freelance work and working with startups in person, uh, I didn't need a following. The business owners judged me based on how well I understood them and whether I could deliver on my promises. Because number one thing that people transact with you is like, do they trust you, right? So if you can show uh, qualities that um, tell them that they can trust you, they are more likely to transact with you. And another part of this is like believability. Uh, and uh, that is um, believability in your claims. So uh, that is much more important and more, much more significant than like number of likes and followers, right? And I also wanted to talk about this topic for a selfish reason because I kind of want to document this journey because it's definitely, because there's like a, definitely a lot of tactics that I can do to get more likes, followers, comments, engagement and all that stuff, right? But what, why am I not doing that? Honestly, I'm going the hard way because there's not that much of, I would say, positive feedback loop to keep me motivated all the time. So a lot of times I need to use discipline to get myself to do things. Uh, but why I'm doing this the hard way is because I would rather get real world validation. I would rather hear crickets and know that, okay, uh, I need to fine tune my message to resonate better with whom I want to attract and serve. Rather than like, you know, faking it and getting a lot of ta like a, a lot of likes, comments, followers from random people, not the people that I want to serve. Uh, and, uh, you know, like having the behind the scenes insights too, like also helps me with making this decision because like I work with two types of uh, fitness coaches. One is that they actually have all these followers, all these likes and all that, but they struggle with conversion. They are good at getting attention, but struggle with conversion. 
And a lot of times it's because they are getting attention from the wrong people, the people who are not going to become clients, uh, the, the people who are not going to pay you high ticket prices. So that's one issue. And the second part is uh, also like, yeah, I work with people who have almost no presence. So I have this unique perspective on this topic because I've uh, worked behind the scenes with uh, many coaches. For, for those of you who don't know, I had a business partner who used to be the face of the brand. Uh, but now I have no choice but to put myself out there. And, you know, I could have chosen to fake it. I know the tactics. But this is the reason why I don't. And I'm ready to accept that maybe I suck. And I need to face the reality that I'm not known, that I'm not seen much of as an authority yet. And, you know, get that real life validation because negative feedback is feedback too. And without it, you cannot improve. So I don't believe in fake it till you make it. I don't think it's smart. And uh, that's why also I don't have even my friends or family on my list because I know they're going to support me. I know they're going to validate me, but I don't want the validation from my friends. Uh, I want validation from the market that I'm going to serve and I'm going to work for it and I'm going to earn it. And I don't mind going slow and setting the right foundations in my business. I mean, yeah, many people uh, can make it till they fake it. Sorry, <laughs> I meant fake it till they make it. <laughs> uh, I mean, they can make that work, right? But it can cause many problems down the road. And I believe getting real data can help you get so much further down the line later on. Because if you can get attention from someone who doesn't know you, if you can capture their attention and retain that attention while you have like all these uh, few likes and all of that, right? Uh, and, you know, keep them engaged keep them engaged, get them to trust you, and eventually uh, see you an authority whom they want to work with, then I think it's so much more powerful and, you know, like it means your stuff is really good. Uh, so real world validation. Uh, so I really don't believe in fake it till you make it because it's like lying to yourself and not admitting that maybe your stuff sucks and doesn't resonate with the people whom you want to help. So that's about it for now. If faking it till you make it has been holding you back, I hope you start embracing negative feedback loop and make necessary adjustments in your business so that you can start to see the business growth you want. Thanks for listening. Keep going and I believe in you. So I'm going to be publishing part two of this in a few days where I talk about um, a big issue that I've noticed in the coaching industry that stops you from growing your business. And it's also linked to why I'm getting into uh, such a competitive marketplace because I couldn't stand seeing this issue. Uh, so be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this so that you know you don't miss out. Catch you in the next episode.